Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend. This is getting really spiritual. You're My Best Friend. With two of my best friends, so we're we're not gonna kiss then? I <laughs> Let me tell you this, dropping a taco is a national emergency. You I'm cutting you off! You're listening to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Here are your hosts, the industrious Moxie Ann and the amusing Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And this week's episode, Moxie, is going to be a doozy. It is? A doozy. A doozy. I don't know why my voice cracked on that last one. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a doozy. A doozy. <laughs> uh, I am super excited to have our guest on this week, and we will talk about that in just a second. Uh, but Moxie, how's your week been? How are you doing? How's the world? <sighs> Which one of those should I answer first? Maybe none of them. Maybe we don't yeah, answer any of the questions. Not. They're all generally bad. <laughs> You're generally bad. You're generally bad. Mm, I can't say things right now because I will get in trouble. <laughs> uh, I, got in tr- I, I got in trouble this week. Moxie Ann yelled at me this week, and it was not fun. I did. I did. It was well worth it. Um, n- no, it was not deserved at all. It was... Uh, it was, in the words of Axel Rose, no, not Axel Rose, whoever sings Communication Breakdown. That'd be Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant. Yeah. Dude. In the words of Robert's Plants, Communication Breakdown. Wow. Robert's Plants. I'm going to yell at you again. Do it. Do it right now on the podcast. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're wondering why <coughs> if you're wondering why we are uh you, did you get the rona? I got the rona. No. <laughs> no. So this week's episode is gonna be great. Moxie, do you have anything good to say right now? You know, I think that the relief the entire world needed was a certain insect on last week's debate. No. Um, that's my something good for this week, and that's where the world is at. That That's my something good. So, in other words, you didn't research something good this week, so you're just reverting to the fly. No, I actually was planning to do that. Oh, uh-huh. And if you needed a further addition on top of that... Just look to the Joe Biden campaign because they started selling branded Joe Biden fly swatters after that. And I think that we all needed, regardless of what side you're on, we all needed that little moment. I don't know <laughs> how do I feel about that. Uh, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I think, you know, Joe Biden has uh, a career uh, in plagiarizing people and uh, he plagiarized the, the podcast. 
I think you're right. Yeah. Can we can we play them that clip of the fly swatter incident? Um, I'd have to find it, and I don't feel like doing that today. Um, but we'll probably post it somewhere on our social media. So, um, you know, just keep an eye out for it uh, on our on our Instagrams and our Twitters and our Facebooks, Facebook, and our internet, interweb. The Googles? The Googles. We're, oh, you weren't there. Oh, my God. I have to tell you about what happened on Thursday night um, when, uh, when when this is all said and done. Uh, it was a very fun time. Very fun time. You were mad at me and you didn't show up. So, um, all right. Let's jump into this week's episode because we don't have much time uh, to be lollygagging around. Um, lollygagging? Lollygagging. Lolly. Lily's gagging. Yikes. Yeah, poor thing. Uh, so this week's episode, of course, is brought to you by Amazon and our Amazon link is in the description down below. Uh, Moxie, real quickly, real briefly, in like two seconds, tell people what they can do with our Amazon link. So uh, what they can do with it. <laughs> yeah, they can do lots of things like with it. seems like a weird way of putting that. Yeah, probably. Well, um, with our Amazon link, uh, so you can use our Amazon link for any purchase you make on Amazon. I know that we are all doing all of our shopping primarily on Amazon right now. Um, so you can, any shopping that you do on Amazon, just click that link in our bio to start it on your browser and then go like just shop as normal from there. There's nothing else you need to do. Um, and by using that link, so what I typically do is I will like do my research on Amazon, figure out exactly what I want. I'm probably a little bit too careful about it, but it's because I want to make sure that we get the percentage that we uh, get from using the link. But um, what I do is I figure out exactly what I need to add it to the cart and then I close Amazon down and then I click the link and then I go through and process my purchase from there. So you can foreseeably also like bookmark that link on your browser Um do all of your searching and your browsing and, and adding it to the cart and then go from there as well. But, I, you know, whatever the case is, you're going to get 10% of your purchase donated to our, uh, I wanted to say fundraiser. That's not a fundraiser. We you're, are not like, raising Amazon, funds. What? We are not raising funds. No, we are for ourselves. We are raising fun, which is not funds. Anyway, 10% of your purchase is going to be uh, by Amazon. It's going to go to um, the podcast. Wahoo! Yeah! And, of course, we also have our And Tacos t-shirts available right now. If you go to tinyurl.com forward slash shop best friends uh, and just purchase our And Tacos t-shirt because it is a wonderful t-shirt and it goes to a great cause, mainly feeding me. Mainly, yeah. Actually, that's all it. That's all it is. It literally just. Go, it's literally the Ruben J for Hunger Foundation. <laughs> Ruben J for Hunger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're supporting hunger. I am supporting the relief of hunger <laughs> <laughs> of myself. Uh, although my doctor says I could probably go hungry for a couple days and be fine. Oh my gosh. Um, and last but not least, uh, next week we are going to start a, uh, a mini series, uh, cause this is our season finale. Oh my gosh. Do you know what episode this is? I do. And I bet you're going to tell me in Spanish. Episode numero 60. That's better than 50. What is it supposed to be? 50. 50. And you said 50. 
Well, it is Sethenta now. Yeah. This is episode number 60. Can you believe we're here? I can, actually. Oh, well, that's good. Because we are here, and I'm alive, and I'm a sentient human being. Sentient. Shut up. <laughs> Jeez. You're, you're, you're a walking grammar Nazi. You're a walking typo. Can we need to turn that into a t-shirt somehow? <laughs> like, 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 like the word walking comma typo. <laughs> but then like the word walking spelled wrong. W-O-K-I-N-G. That would be how we'd spell it. <laughs> um, all right, cool. This week's guest is Miss Lori Bischoff. She is an author. She is a life coach. She is the wife of Eric Bischoff, and so much more. You could say she's a wife coach. No? No? Anybody? No? Okay. <laughs> uh, stick around after these quick commercial breaks for our conversation with Lori Bischoff. Bischoff. All right, we'll be back in just like 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 nineteen seconds or twenty. Or That's like, a weirdly specific amount. Actually, we'll be back like in one hundred and twenty-three seconds. Moxie, it is that time of the show. We are super excited to have this wonderful person on our podcast this week. Uh, can I point out real quick that this is the first time in our podcast history that we've had a husband and wife come on the show at separate times. Yeah, at separate occasions. You pointed that out before and I was like, I'm pretty sure we've had a husband and wife on, but then I realized like the last time we had a husband and wife on, they were like a team of pastors. <laughs> and <laughs> well, that would be totally different than if Eric and I were on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, would, it would probably be a lot, uh, a whole a completely different show and a lot more entertaining for different reasons. Uh, but, <laughs> Guarantee it. Uh, but let's, let me introduce her right now. She is a, a holistic life coach. She is an author. She's a podcast host. If you are watching uh, the video clip of this uh, interview, you'll see her book on the screen right now. It is Common Sense, Happiness, Five Principles for People Who Want to Stop Whining, Bitching, and Suffering. Please welcome to the show, Miss Lori Bischoff. Welcome, Lori. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat with you guys. I, yeah. Let me tell you this. Off straight off, right off the bat, I love you so much more than I love Eric already. It just uh, our interactions so far <laughs> have been, uh, you know, not that not that Eric's a bad guy. Don't I, tell I, Eric we said. Don't tell him that. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling that. 
<laughs> We're going to keep that between us. Just, just awesome. three of us, right? Yeah, just, just the three of us. Else. No one else will know about it, uh, which is which is perfect. Um, but first and foremost, I want to bring up something that I think is interesting. So uh, this season, uh, Moxie and I have kind of committed to bringing people on the show that will uh, help bring self-improvement to our audience, to ourselves, uh, help maybe motivate us. Uh, but one of the things that I think is important to people are relationships. And Eric and Lori have been married for a long time. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're coming up on 36 oh years. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's absolutely incredible. Uh, so I want to start off by just asking you how you survived uh almost 36 years of marriage so far. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, one of the things that Eric and I have always, always done is made sure that we never forgot that even though we're married, even though we're parents, even though we have you know jobs, careers, all kinds of things going on, we never forgot that we're still a boyfriend and girlfriend. And... I think that that's an easy thing for couples to forget, especially once they enter parenthood. Um, you start putting on the the parenting hat and the mom and the dad hat. And before you know it, if you're not really aware um, and managing your, your relationship well, um, you start to lose a little bit of that special, uh, that kind of dating vibe that you had you know, that got you started, started down the road of your relationship in the first place. So I think that that's a very key thing. And on all honesty, I, I would thank Eric for that because he was really good about insisting when our children were born uh, that we have date night and that we spend time alone together doing those kinds of things that you would do, you know, just on a date, just being a alone together and getting out of the roles of parenting and taking care of the house and making sure the bills are paid and all the other things that you need to do, you know, to, ba to, uh, to balance your lives. But he was really, really insistent on it. And um, I think that it would have been easier for me to say, no, no, you know, we need to be home. We, we need to do less of that. But he was very insistent. And I'm glad that he did, because I think it really paid off. And it made, um, well, it, here we are 36 years later, still having a blast together. I want to, you know, one of the things that, that I've, you know, I've been listening to Eric's podcast since day one, and it seems like since day one, he's always had, like, he, he always credits you for, for making him a, a better man as well. Uh, so I guess my question with that is, you know, there's a lot of people who are in relationships right now who maybe they're struggling or trying to find uh, a way to, to get to that next chapter in that relationship, whether that next chapter be, uh, you know, surviving the year or survive, you know, getting into the, to an engagement period or surviving the wedding or whatever that next step is for them. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, what, what would you say you, you, you know, that you brought to, to your relationship with Eric uh, that helped bring that relationship closer because uh, you said, you know, you said he kind of, you know, helped you focus on having date nights. So what did you bring to the relationship to help, you know, keep moving that forward? Yeah. Well, first of all, um, yeah, he's he's pretty awesome himself. I know he I know that he gives me a lot of credit and uh, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm flattered, but um, he deserves a lot of credit, too. It's we're a team. And I think it's really important 
Um, you know, there's some essential things that I think if you want to have the best chance at having a harmonious, a successful and a and a and a wonderful relationship, there's some things that you really need to be in alignment on. And I think um, besides uh, what we just talked about, you know, making sure that you still are being um you know, intimate with each other and having date night and, and all that. But I think you need to make sure that you are focused on the same thing, the same thing, you know, long term, you have the same vision of where your life is going, and that you are focused on what does everything you're doing right now, move you in the direction of what that goal is, what that vision is you have of your life together. And you know, we have the same focus and the same vision, um, you know, our family and keeping our family unit um, strong, having a good foundation for us and our kids, all of those things were priorities. So I think you need to really make sure that you and your partner uh, are focused on the same things and that you don't lose sight of that because it's very easy to lose sight of it when things start getting busy and um, maybe there's some challenges, um, things are shifting and changing, unexpected things come up. Uh, so making sure that you come together and you still have the same goal in mind. And sometimes you have to change the strategy on how you're getting there, but the goal or the vision you know, is the same. And I think also... I always say you have to be each other's biggest fan. So you have to you have to not be afraid of change in your situation, but also change in your partner. Because as people, you know, as we get older, as we go through different phases and different circumstances, we are going to change. Hopefully we're going to change because we're going to grow. And I think a lot of people get um, fearful when they maybe see their partner changing, they, they are afraid that maybe that change is going to somehow, you know, um, manifest itself in a negative way in the relationship. But if you both really want the best thing for your partner, if you want them to rise to their greatest potential, and if you really love them and you're not afraid of, of what that looks like, of, of the change that that could involve, then you will want to cheer them on. You will want to be their greatest fan. And, and when you're doing that for each other, um, you know, everybody is, everyone's happy. Everyone's moving in the same direction as far as personal growth. Sometimes, you know, that means that it doesn't always, you know, there's a, there, there comes a point in the road where you've decided that that growth has you know, made it so that maybe um, you're not going to stay together forever. For, not everybody is a lifetime assignment in your life. And sometimes that happens with relationships too. But um, if you're able to, if you're able to stay focused, be each other's fan, cheerleader, and have fun, um, you, you have really good chances of making it a success and making it a, a wonderful journey together. love uh, that you pointed out to not be afraid of where that change is going to take them, like to be their biggest supporter. I think it's so easy, especially for young people. I just had experience with this in, a, in my past relationship where, you know, he said he was supporting me, but when it came down to it, 
like the change that I was seeking in my life was not something that he wanted. And in the end, you know, he started out supporting me. And in the end, he ended up kind of trying to pull me back because he was so afraid of what that change was going to bring and what that was going to look like and whether he could handle it or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, when I, I, uh, so Lori actually sent us, uh, some copies of her book to look over and, um, I was reading, uh, the second book that you sent, which is the, um, the common sense happiness, mm -hmm. that one was incredible. And you pointed that out in there too, just not to have fear. And once you can get past that fear, you can continue to move onward and upward. And I really love that you pointed that out. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's the thing, you know, when, when you're changing and you're ready to, you know, move to that next thing in your life, whatever that is for you, that's when you start to really get to know what your partner is made of. And so, you know what, um, it may be, it may be a little painful. It may be uncomfortable and, but maybe it's going to reveal that this may not be the person I'm meant to journey with any further right now. This is, mm. this is where we shake hands and say, I wish you well, goodbye. Yeah. Just the way it works sometimes. And that's okay, but better to have known that right now, um, rather than going through months or years of, you know, unhappiness together. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Moxie, I think you and I need to talk after this. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, we don't, but it is time uh, for- We Steven probably should though. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess Lori broke us up. That's what, that's the takeaway of this podcast. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, it was for the best, though. <laughs> well, I mean, you seem to be getting along okay right now, so I'm going to assume that uh, it was for the best. Uh, you should have seen this last night in our in our production meeting. Uh, <laughs> chairs were thrown. Uh, beer was beer was drank. Uh, drunk? Drink did? Drink did? Whatever. Drink? Uh, wow. It happens. Moxie, it happens. Uh, Moxie, it's time for signature question number one. Awesome. So Lori, uh, this podcast is based around three foundational things, uh, life, friendship, and tacos. And we have these three signature questions that we ask every guest that comes on. Okay. Uh, the first one is by far the hardest, but <laughs> not actually. Uh, <laughs> and there, so there is a the, quiz. There, there is, there will be a test at the end. And if you don't pass, then oh, I don't know. So now yeah. I'm nervous. <laughs> Okay, so the first question is, what is your favorite taco? Oh, definitely a chicken taco, and I like a crunchy corn shell. I don't oh. like um, the flour uh, shells for tacos. I like crunchy, I like chicken, and then I like some really great hot salsa. Ooh. Ooh. Lori, next time you come to LA, we got to get some tacos. I mean, it just, this is the place for tacos. And, yeah. uh, I would love, I would love to see how spicy, uh, you can, you can take your salsa. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll rise to that challenge. All right, cool. I, I, my dad makes a really good salsa. I think, I think I'll have him make some for you guys, uh, as well. But, uh, to follow up on the taco question real quick, you are uh, very big on nutrition as well. Uh, yeah. what does a healthy taco look like in the Bischoff home? Oh, great question. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, um, you can't get away. If you're going to literally have a taco with a, with a crunchy corn shell, it's pretty hard to find that, um, a version of that, that is a hundred percent healthy. And 
I feel like that's okay because I am not a an extreme person when it comes to um, eating healthy. I think that if you eat really healthy most of the time, like 80, 90% of the time, if you if that's your rule, then when you have the exception to the rule, which is I'm gonna have a you know a taco or some pizza, it's it's not a big deal because it's the exception to your rule. It's not your lifestyle way of eating. So I would get if I'm gonna make tacos at, at home, which um, which we did uh, a lot over the last couple months when um, when our daughter came from California to spend a couple months during lockdown here with us in Cody. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she decided she could work from here. So when they weren't going to the office anymore anyway. So she came up here to hang out with us for a couple of days from Marina Del Rey. And um, so we we got into this habit for the couple months she was here of Taco Tuesday, which is not something oh. that I normally do, but it was really fun. And I just would get organic blue corn tortillas uh, taco shells. So I found the healthiest ones I could get. And then everything else that's going into it is healthy. You know, you're making, you can make um, organic chicken, roasted chicken, um, you know, fresh, uh, fresh guac, fresh avocados, uh, some greens, if you want some onions, you know, all the good stuff. Uh, salsa, there's really nothing that unhealthy about a taco. The shell is probably the worst thing because of the oils, the, you know, in there. But again, it's the exception to the rule. It, enjoy the taco. Have fun. I have never seen, I have never heard such a more, uh, such a powerful message for uh, tacos not being unhealthy. And I'm going to clip that. I'm going to spread that across the nation, across the world, because I think tacos need to be uh, appreciated more. Also, also that answered one of my questions, because uh, since the beginning of Ruben and my friendship, which has been mostly centered around tacos, I've thought like, what is so unhealthy about tacos? I mean, it's meat and vegetables and guac and salsa. Like there's, I mean, corn tortilla, but there's really nothing that wrong with it. So that cleared up some questions for me. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good quality meat and, you know, do the best you can and try to, uh, here's the thing. The best tacos are probably going to be the least healthiest, which is, it's been a few years now, but we used to go uh, when when we spent a lot of time in Los Angeles and we, we had an apartment there for several years and um, we would go to, I can't remember the name of the place, you might know it, but there was a place in Venice, I want to say Venice Beach on the corner, and they had the best tacos. It's driving me nuts that I can't think of the name of it right now, but just a little tiny place. And they were, they were, you know, fried, super greasy, and they were outstanding. That was a great exception to the rule. Mm. Wouldn't want to eat that every day. Gotta be just a treat now and then. I, I, <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. So uh, you also have a podcast out. I'm going to put the, uh, the, the thing up here on the screen here for those who are uh, who are watching the video version of this. It's called We're Talking Shift. Uh, it's a podcast about improving your life. Uh, it, it's, again, I, we talked earlier this week on the phone and I, I told, or it was late last week, I, I don't remember. Uh, but I, I told you, that I listened to one of your episodes about coffee and how uh, it kind of opened up my eyes to think that coffee is more than just an energetic drink. Uh, but my question for you isn't about coffee, it's about your podcast and why you decided to get into the podcasting game and specifically this uh, this type of podcasting because I think it's important uh, specifically now in 2020 when everybody's at home and everybody needs uh, something to do and projects to do. So why talking shift? Right. Well, 
you know, for the simple answer as far as why a podcast is um, clearly to be able to have the ability to reach a broader audience. So people like, you know, what I do, uh, I want to bring value to people's lives. I want to share things that I know have worked for me, that have worked for other people. I want to share other people's um, processes and services and, and thoughts about anything that can help you um, up level your game or just get unstuck. And that's why it's, we're talking shift. Um, it, it starts with a shift in your thinking about anything. So if you want to, if there's a challenge you want to overcome, if there's a health issue you want to overcome, if there's a relationship thing going on in your life, whatever it is that you feel like you either want to make it better, you know, you want to up level it, or it's a challenge, you got to get unstuck, you have to get out of it, uh, you're, you're trying to, you're confused maybe, and you're trying to figure out what direction to go, any of those things, all of it starts with a shift in your thinking. You have to change your mindset. You've got to have a different perspective in order to then figure out a strategy. But if you don't shift your thinking first in the way that you perceive and look at things and the meaning you apply to things, it's very hard to for people to sustain um, a change. And so, you know, dieting is, is a really obvious, perfect example. You know, every New Year's, for example, everyone, people say, I, you know, this year I'm going to, I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to lose some weight. Those are obvious things. And they have great intentions, but if they haven't shifted the, the, the way that they think about that and figured out why, why is that important for me? What is the deepest layers, like seven layers deep of why you want to do that? If you don't know that, then when your willpower is tested, as it will be, and when you start to become, you know, lax in your strategy, if you have one, um, then you will probably not be successful. You or you'll you'll be successful for a short period of time, but you won't be able to sustain the change. It won't be effective long term because you haven't changed what's going on up here first. So the podcast is about helping you realize that something's got to change up here for effective, lasting change in your life. And then, you know, between the things that I share and the things that my guests share, it's all stuff um, to help you be able to, to do that and to maybe have some direction to go in, um, you know, products or services or whatever it is that we're talking about. All of those things are designed to help you up-level your life in some way. incredible i mean it's interesting because we've all been there you know we've all done it i i you know i started this year off being like oh like you said i'm gonna lose some weight uh sign up for uh you know a diet plan and uh you know talk to some people about an exercise plan and and kind of got the things in motion to do that and then you know that first taco tuesday rolled around and just out of like not having a plan or not having that mental shift of like okay, I can't go and have, you know, fried tacos anymore. So maybe go get a lettuce wrap instead or go to the store and buy some lettuce and grill some chicken, chop it up, put it in, in a taco and make it a little bit healthier. So it's interesting 
to hear that. So do you, do you have like maybe one or two things that, that maybe uh, not to give away, you know, give the, give, give out, you know, free product here for, you know, from your podcast and your book, but you know, is there, is there something that you maybe some advice you can give people like one or two things that they can do to help maybe uh, increase the chances of succeeding in a project they start, whether it be weight loss or, you know, uh, a self-improvement, whatever, yeah. whatever that might be. Yeah. I think that, um, first of all, getting really clear on what is it that you are trying to either accomplish like a, like weight loss or what is it you're trying to create? Um, you know, maybe it's a, it's a business or some sort of a service. Um, so getting really clear on what that is, first of all, you know, exactly what it is you're trying to do. Um, the next thing though, is really, really key. You have to, as I just said a minute ago, you really have to get very clear on why you want to do what it is you want to do. And, you know, and it's one of the things that I include in my ebook that's on my website, the food print plan, because again, back to eat, creating a healthier eating lifestyle, uh, there's a whole series of questions there. There's, there's coaching tools in there that I use with my personal clients, my private clients, um, that helps you start to get into the deepest recesses of your beliefs and be able to get clear on the kind of mindset you need in order to be successful. And one of those steps is getting really, really clear on why you want what you want. So for example, if you are a, let's say you're a, a, a 30 something year old woman and you um, you have a couple of kids and you are like, oh, um, it's time to get back in shape now. I'm, you know, bikini season is coming up, right? That's the big thing every spring. Swimsuit season is coming up. If you're like, I just want to lose weight so I can look good in my swimsuit, the likelihood of that happening is slim to none because it's not a deep enough why. It's not going to, when, when you get tested by Taco Tuesday or, you know, whatever it is coming up or you're tired on Friday and you haven't prepared anything. So it's going to be fast food, whatever, uh, you know, bikini season won't, won't be as meaningful to you. It's not going to push you through the, the, uh, the lack of discipline or when you're wobbling. So you've got to go deeper than that, which would be, for example, well, I want to, um, I want to have more energy. That's, that's a good reason. I want to um, set a good example for my kids on eating healthy and staying fit because I feel better about myself. It makes me happier. I'm a better mom. That's a good reason. That's more compelling. I want to, I don't want to have health issues, you know, blah, blah, blah runs in my family. So I need to stay the course here and be healthy so that I don't become vulnerable to those same health issues. Those are deeper layers of, of, of why, so that when you're feeling a little wobbly and, and, and your willpower is tested, you can go to those really deep, important, way more important than I want to look good in my swimsuit that might help uh, keep you on track. Make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. It's that why has always been, uh, you know, again, when I was on that plan for that whole three days, uh, you know, that's what, what my coach kept He's saying. He's not is, joking. <laughs> Listen, I did it for about 12 days completely. And then I just, then I gave up, uh, right. but so I will then you have a strategy. That's the third key. So you've got, you know, you've got what, what exactly what getting really clear on it, 
why do you want it and getting really clear on that and all of the good you know solid meanings um then you have to figure out what the strategy is to get you there and that strategy back to the food is going to require doing some planning and some preparing right so that you don't get stuck in a situation where all of a sudden you have no plan you have nothing prepared and you're starving and you're just going to you know mow through whatever is the closest thing you can grab and then you know that is the beginning of the end you literally just described the last like the entire week of that that I was on that program was all right, cool. I have my four meals planned out, you know, because it's a, it's a bar or a shake or something that they provide for you. And then it's that fifth meal that you're supposed to have that you're supposed to prepare in advance. And I'm sitting there at the end of the day being like, I have nothing planned. And there's a Burger <laughs> King across the street. I know I can get a Whopper. I know I can probably get rid of the bread and keep the tomato and the lettuce. And But then, you know, you order it and then it's like, ah, it's too much work to take it apart. So just eat the burger. And then it's like, ah, I, I messed up. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's, it's a great point. Uh, but before we, we go any further, we do have signature question numero dos uh, that uh, Miss Moxian is going to uh, gonna take over here for a second. Yes. Uh, this is a really tough interview because I have so much that I want to ask, like not even for our listeners or anything. I just, I need to ask you things because you're incredible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so signature question number two, uh, kind of fits in with what we've been talking about. And also with, um, just, I feel like both of your books were like, a collection of great sayings, like a collection of mantras for yourself. And you did talk about mantras in a couple of different places. Um, so I hope that signature question number two will be easy, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> so signature question number two is if you had a life quote or mantra, what would it be? Oh, Moxie. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there are there are there are a lot of them. Um, two that I really like, though, would be um, a quote, and uh, it's a uh, it's an Einstein quote, I believe, if I remember correctly, which is you can't solve a problem at the same level that it was created. Mm. So whenever you find yourself in a problem or a challenging situation, and you're trying to figure out what to do, what the next move is. Um, you, again, you have to shift the way you're looking at it. You have to shift your mindset. You have to shift the way you're thinking about it, because if you're trying to get out of it in the same place, in the same mindset that got you into it, it's going to be more challenging. It's going to be more of a struggle. You have to somehow figure out how you can change your perspective, how you can rise above the problem or the situation in order to maybe see an, a new way, see a different solution that that isn't available to you in this, if you're in the same mindset as when the problem started. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So, so that's one. The other one that I like, and this isn't always true about everything, but I find it to be true a lot. And that is, and I don't know who to attribute this quote to, but it's how you do anything is how you do everything. And to me, what that means is um, it's it's kind of about integrity and the standards you set for the way you 
do things, the way you move through the world. So if you are uh, somebody that maybe is a really sloppy person, for example, and your environment, your home environment is a bit of chaos, chances are that's going to be manifest in other areas of your life. So that's just an example. Does that answer your question? I think that's perfect. What do you think, Ruben? I feel slightly attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I said, Ruben, it's not always the case. (laughs) I did qualify that. Uh, I I think Moxie would attest that that's pretty much the case. Uh, I'm you know, at so, least at least I'm honest about it. But uh, anyway, yeah, honesty is good. And, and get a little bit more into the backstory because I'm very curious. Like, I, I think that a lot of people, maybe maybe now, but I don't know. I don't know that a lot of people in their 20s would look at life and go, yeah, I want to be a life coach. And you have such a cool story, like getting into modeling so early. You're obviously a very, very beautiful person. Um, and I'm curious, was being a life coach something that you always wanted to do? Yes, except I, when I was growing up, when I was younger, um, there was no such thing. Life coaching wasn't um, a thing like it is now. So you had, you had counselors, you had therapists, you had psychologists, you had psychiatrists, you know, people that, that helped other people. So my problem was um, I hated uh, every minute of every day of school. <laughs> so that was an issue because I did want to be a psychologist when I was um, like a teenager. Um, I just, I really just always enjoyed, um, the idea of figuring out what makes people tick and then, you know, helping them with what they, um, needed help with. That was always something, uh, that, that appealed to me. The problem was, um, I had zero intention of going to college. So that posed a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it was just sort of one of those things that I thought, well, that's just, um, that's just not going to happen for me. And then, you know, I, I went into, um, I went into a business, um, with a girlfriend of mine uh, at the young age of 21. Um, we went in, we opened up our own modeling agency and wow. uh, that was a business that I had grown up in. Uh, my mom started me when I was five. So I started literally working and earning a paycheck when I was five. So I grew up in, in Minneapolis and because I had been doing that my whole young life, I, I pretty much knew all the clients and the photographers and I was pretty well, you know, plugged into that network there. So. We started an agency at 21 and I kind of forgot about anything to do with, um, you know, counseling or, or therapy or any of that. There still wasn't such a thing as really life coaching. Um, and then I, that's how I met Eric though. That's how I met my husband. So then my life went off in a whole other direction and fast forward to 2007. Um, you know, we've, we've been married now for X amount of years and kids and all that. And all of a sudden, I decide, not all of a sudden, but I decided now that by then our 
our kids, um, son and daughter, were pretty much out of the house and on their own by then. Um, and I was like, you know, I've been working on personal growth and self-improvement my entire adult life. And I thought, I want to have this big, I want to do like a motivational event um, specifically for mothers. And um, so I, I created this event with my, with my sister. And by then life coaching had started to take root and there was training for it. And she knew somebody that was a life coach and we hired her as one of our speakers. And as I picked her brain and found out exactly what that was, I went, Shazam, that's my thing right there. I can now do what I wanted to do before, which was basically, you know, working with people and helping them without having to go through four, six, eight, you know, years of college, I can go get training and I can still basically scratch that itch and do something that I feel passionate about, feel good about. So that's how it ended up. That's how I ended up becoming a life coach was um, in 2007. I learned that it, it existed. I didn't even know there was such a thing until I met this particular person. So off I went, I got um, a lot of training and started my practice. Wow. That's, that's an interesting story. Just kind of, uh, falling into it in a sense, uh, while also having a calling, uh, mm -hmm. you know, because it, it, it seems like, it seems like both you and Eric kind of fell into the careers that you guys, yeah. uh, you know, become known for, which is, which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah. let's, let's real quick, let's jump into signature question number three. How are you on time? I'm good. Okay. I'm, I've got no time limit, so I'm all yours. All right, we're going four hours tonight. Awesome. Mosh, <laughs> uh, uh, take, take it away with signature question numero tres. All right. This one is a toss-up. You know, some people say it's easy. Some people say it's hard. So okay. I really, Ruben, I really like to psych our guests out. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yes. My heartbeat is increasing. <laughs> like, what is going on here? This one, I... I I will say this, Lori, this will uh, determine whether or not uh, we like you more than Eric or not. So, Ooh, okay. Uh, All right. I, I will throw that one out there. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let me have it. All right. Can you have more than one best friend? Outside of your significant other and family. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I don't want to be a cop out, but... I think that that really depends on the person. So, uh, you know, I, I guess you have to define best friend. Hmm. So, you know, for me, I don't need, I don't, I don't have, I, ha I could count the number of what I would call close friends on one hand. I would say my best friend in the whole world, bar none, was my mother. Um, then I have everyone else that are my, you know, nearest and dearest. My, my husband is now my best friend. My sister is still my best friend. Um, I, other than that, I have family, cousins that I'm close to that are my dear friends as well that I know I could count on for anything. And I have some other, a couple, literally a couple people that I would call friends in my life. But I have a very small, small circle. So... Um, it depends on, you know, the kind of person you are. Some people are very, um, they like a bigger social circle. They're more extroverted. Um, they could have several best friends, whatever works for you, but that's how it is for me. 
I'm not I like sure, that answer. I'm not sure if that was an answer, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I think it was because basically my definition is different from your definition, and that's okay. Yes. Yeah. There isn't just one definition. There's mine, there's yours, and there's everybody else's. Oh, man. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I feel like Eric gave like a very similar answer as well. So it, it's not a, it, it, there's no wonder the two of you guys get along so well. <laughs> uh, so I, I do want to real quick, you know, uh, I don't want to take too much time here on the podcast. So this might become uh, a bonus segment uh, for, for the YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, uh, head over to our link tree. That's link.tr. Uh, forward slash best friend podcast click the youtube button and subscribe because this might become uh, a youtube exclusive portion of the show we don't know yet but make sure you're subscribed also subscribe to youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth uh, so that way any other bonus content you guys uh you guys get first and foremost um, you can also go to life friendship tacos and that'll take you there life friendship tacos what life friendship tacos.com sorry <laughs> i just <laughs> She got him up on the tacos. She's like, you can go to life, friendship, and tacos, and that's it, because I want some tacos right now, uh, which is which is a okay. But uh, we are in the middle of of a global pandemic. We are in in the middle of um, many cities across the nation uh, in civil unrest or civil uncertainty. And while I'm not going to ask you to take a side on mask or no mask or you know. Uh, Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. Uh, what I want to know from you specifically is uh, one or two things during this lockdown lockdown time uh, that maybe you've done for yourself that's helped improve your life, your diet, your relationships, or a project that you started that's really given you um, some good, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, something to look forward to every day because a lot of people are out of work. A lot of people don't really have things to do and are looking for ideas of, of, of projects. So is there anything that you've been working on uh, that you could share with us that might be a project that people could like be like, oh, I guess inspiration is what I'm looking for. Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, I look at this um, as an opportunity. Um, because if you look at it as an opportunity, um, and I know that's difficult for a lot of people, because there are a lot of people that their lifestyles are different. Um, their their sources of, of income and revenue are different. And not everybody has the same luxury of of being able to be in a position to look at things as an opportunity. So I know that's difficult and I don't want to minimize the challenges and the suffering that a lot of people are going through. That being said, you know, if you're if you're stuck home with or without children, if you try hard enough, there has got to be some sort of an opportunity to somehow do something different, do something new that you weren't doing before, because now all of your circumstances have changed. So for me, um, now our lives didn't change a whole lot because we're in Cody, Wyoming. Um, it's a smaller town. Um, there's not, we're not in a big crowded city and we both work from home. So we were able to be in a position that, you know, to, to make a few minor adjustments was really all we've had to do, which 
have been very little, um, just less traveling. Um, but otherwise, things have pretty much status quo for us. Now, what I did was I, back to when, um, when our daughter came out to spend a, a couple of months, um, before she started work in the morning, before I started work in the morning, we got into a routine of doing um, an exercise routine together. Now, she always, always has been um, a runner and an exerciser. I'm always into fitness and I've always been doing some form of exercise, but we did something differently. And she got me, literally, she got me hooked on some exercise videos. Whereas before I was like, nah, I don't do exercise videos. I don't like them. I don't want to sit and look at a screen and mimic whatever's happening on the screen. I do my own thing. Well, I was open-minded. I was willing to try it. And and I ended up liking it and I'm still doing it now. So wow. I literally upped my game. I up leveled my physical fitness routine because I was willing to try something different that before I resisted and said I didn't like. And I got into uh, I took advantage of the time with, you know, that we had with my daughter here. And um, and we just had this really cool rhythm going together for a couple of months of every morning or six, about six days a week of doing our routines together. And it ended up to be really fun. I learned something new. It um, got my creative juices flowing about an, another thing that I might be working on uh, later this year. So that's an example um, to answer your question about something that, you know, I did a little bit differently in this situation. And I think that, you know, people, I know it's hard when you've got young children at home and they're bored out of their little minds and, you know, <laughs> that, would, that would be tough, but try, try, try playing, you know, this kind of game with them. Try going, let's all exercise together. Let's, you know, everybody pick a different video to watch and we'll do, you know, every day we'll change that. And let's all decide what fun meal we're going to make together today. You know, bring them into, this is an opportunity to teach them things at a younger age because they're with you now under the same roof all day, every day. Take that opportunity to, to teach them some things that they can take with them as they get older, their life things, like teaching them how to cook and teaching them, you know, how to how to manage a bank account depending on their age, to teach them how to take care of themselves and make that a priority. There are some things that you can do if you get creative and, and just give it a try. have one more question that came to us from Twitter, uh, which by the way, you can use the hashtag best friend Lori to discuss this conversation uh, on Twitter and social media. But uh, Kevin says, I feel like uh, I procrastinate a bunch. Any advice to get me to make use of my free time? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Stop procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my mom. <laughs> Kevin, you know, here's the thing. Usually when you are in a position like what Kevin is suggesting, he's got free time and um, and he's maybe you you know, you have the awareness that maybe there's something more valuable you could be doing with it. And and you're not. So right now already, because you have that awareness, because it's creating some discomfort in you, 
that you're not taking advantage of an opportunity. And I say it's creating some discomfort, otherwise you wouldn't be on here asking this question. You're looking for a way to move out of that, is, is my guess, and, and make something useful out of it. And that's, which is good. So you've already done the first, the first step, which is becoming aware of it and becoming aware of the source of your discomfort, which is I should be doing something differently. Right. And, and then you have to ask yourself if there's a story that you're telling yourself about why you aren't doing that. What We all have a story about why we can't um, be or do or have something that we want to be or do or have. So you got this time and then you come up with probably an excuse or a story as to, well, I can't really do that now. Or I can't really uh, work on that now because fill in the blank, whatever the story is. So you have to change your story. That's the that's the start. You need to change your story about why you're not doing what it is you know you could be doing, and then I think you have to um, raise your standards. So you know the you've got to decide what's really important, what's um, what's valuable to you. Is the decision you're making right now to not do something with that time is that moving you? in the direction of a, of a future vision? Is it moving you in a direction that you're excited about going or is it moving you away from that? Is it moving you in a place that doesn't feel good? It feels uncomfortable, which is I'm guessing that's, that's where you are. So changing your standard about what's acceptable to you and not being willing to, to tolerate any longer wasting time that would be a place to start, a place to think about it. And it doesn't have to be a great big, uh, you know, 180 degree turnabout. Uh, in fact, usually those don't work. They're hard to sustain. But you could think about sit down and spend just a few minutes making a list, writing down some of the things that you think would be fun or interesting to do that you feel good about. That seems like, yeah, that that feels right to me. That feels valuable to me. And, and then just one step at a time, trying to make those things happen, one at a time and one step at a time. That would be my suggestion, you know, in the, in this, in the short time that we have. Look at your story, change your story, raise your standards, and then make a list, which is basically a, a set of action steps then. Absolutely. I have, I have one more thing to add to your uh, advice to Kevin. And that is go and purchase her book, Common Sense Happiness, Five Principles for People Who uh, who Want to Stop Whining, Bitching, and Suffering. Uh, I think you're going to find a lot of information in that book, Kevin, to help you just get out of whatever funk you're in. Uh, mm-hmm. And, of course, she has another book as well, uh, The Food the, the food Foodprint plan. plan. That's a, a little little wordy for me to say but hey you know what it's it, it's a it's a moxie i know you, you read part of the book or, or most of the book already um you know so, all of it but okay okay all right <laughs> all right cool good uh so go and buy those books go get them uh, right now you can head over to lauriebischoff.com is that the right right website yep. uh, and that's l-o-r-e-e bischoff.com uh so go and get those books if you're looking to improve your life uh where else can they find you on social media sure so um so Lori bischoff on facebook and uh twitter it's Lori b life coach so Lori l-o-r-e-e then the letter b and then life coach 
Um, Instagram is Lori.Bischoff. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, you know, I, I have so many more questions to ask you, but we don't, you know, I don't want to make this into a four hour podcast, even though I joked around about it. So I, I look forward to bringing you back at some point in the near future. Uh, maybe we can have, you know, you and Eric on and, and we can discuss more on the relationship side of things. Cause I know there's, you know, you guys were, were, were what, 20, 24 when you guys met? Yeah. So I was, yeah, 20, well, I was 21 uh, when we met and Eric was 26. Well, I'm okay. 27. I'm running out of time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and then we got married in 1984. And so here we are um, 36 years later. Just getting started. Amazing, amazing, <laughs> wonderful story. Uh, again, the the book that you, I, you need to get right now is uh, Common Sense Happiness. It's available on Amazon, lauriebischoff.com. And of course, also the food print plan. Uh, go and get it and follow her on all her social medias as well. And if you are looking, uh, you need some life coach session, reach out to her. Uh, I'm sure she'll give you, uh, give you a good deal uh, to get life coached. <laughs> Absolutely. Get life coached. Get life coached. <laughs> yeah, uh, yep. you, can, uh, you can find out all about it on the website. It's all there. And, um, you know, you can contact me through the website and happy to answer any of the questions. And, uh, and I really appreciate uh, being on with you guys. This was super fun. And now I'm thinking I want tacos for dinner instead of <laughs> instead of the tuna I was thawing out. So I don't know Ooh. what's going to happen there. We'll see. I'm I'm booking <laughs> the next flight to Cody, Wyoming, just to get some tuna. Uh. <laughs> yeah, the mean uh, raw uh, ahi tuna, tuna thing. So that that Ooh. that's probably happening. But um, maybe we'll get some tacos tomorrow. We'll or maybe see. you can do uh, an ahi tuna taco. Perhaps. I will consider that. I will consider that, Ruben. <laughs> we, will, uh, we will definitely have to follow up on this at some point. Uh, right. Lori Bischoff, everybody uh, stay tuned for more. And that was Lori Bischoff. Lori Bischoff. We recorded that so long ago. I can't believe it's finally out. It was it was so so weird how that whole thing happened with with Lori because we were kind of struggling to get guests uh, at the time. So we were like, oh, we'll release this like in two or three weeks, and then we booked a crap ton of guests, and um, and then then Lori was like, hey, so when is this going to come out? And we're like, hey, we're going to save you to the very last episode um, of this <laughs> season. And she's like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. You know, it's not like I had a book or anything to promote um but uh make sure you pick up a copy of common sense happiness uh over on her website or the food print plan they're both really good the food print plan i should probably read because my doctor says i need to have more plans for food you should read it <gasps> you know what you should do no you should do nutrisystem i'm gonna start doing that Why do you need Nutrisystem? Because I'm fat. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not fat. I'm a little fat. You're not. Not even. No. I no. yeah. No. I am. You have a boyfriend now, so I can't say the things I used to say. Well, hold on. Let me. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs>
I really need to start thinking things through before I say them. Big uh, yikes. No, Ruben. Big, big time yikes. Uh, that, should, <laughs> that should be a t-shirt as well. Big time yikes. Um, look at this. We're coming up with great t-shirt ideas for next season. Uh, is that like big time rush? Exactly. It's a, it's a boy band, but everyone's name is Yike something. Like, like, I love how you're eating on camera right now. As I'm talking about going on Nutrisystem? Well, no, not only that, but you're just like legit, like you're in the middle of a podcast and you're like shoving soup down your, 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 your jugular. I haven't eaten anything today. Oh, boo, neither have I. You don't see me eating right now, do you? Usually you're spraying Lysol, so I would hope that you're not eating because the Lysol could get on the food and kill you. Or, or that's how I've avoided getting the Rona. What is? Eating Lysol. <laughs> I am not I am not endorsing or condoning eating Lysol, just FYI. Just FYI, in case anybody's wondering. If you're gonna do anything, inject bleach. Yeah, of course, of course. Directly into your 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 uh, uh rectum. Ew. I was trying to figure out a nice way of saying it, and rectum was the best I had. I don't like that. Okay. All right, so next week we are starting a mini series on why you should vote. I'm really excited, actually. I don't uh, get to talk about politics a lot, and I'm stoked. And Moxie will make a presidential endorsement. I will. Live. I endorse Ruben J. I am not running. I still endorse him. Well, I don't need endorsements. I needed validation. I still endorse you. <laughs> All right, well, for the last time ever... What? My name is Ruben J. That's not ever. And we are no. out of time. No. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, Have a great life with or without we'll be us. Back next week. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we wow. are out. <laughs> Of season. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. <clears throat> and we. Actually, I kind of like that. Our, we are out of season. And we and are out of season. And Wait, let's do it at the same time. Ready? There's such a delay. It won't even work. I just say it. I'll say it sooner than you, and then you say it. So and ready? we are out of season. We are out of season. Yeah, it didn't work. Okay, that's fine. And we are out of season. We're out of season. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we, we are, are out, out of season. season. That actually was really close. And then I messed up. And One we, more time, I'll start. And we, and we, no, and we, and we, and we, and we. All the way home. <laughs> and we are out of season. Out of season. Actually, we're. <laughs> We're actually out of tacos, so we'll be back. we'll be back in the new year. Bye. Bye. But also next week because voting is important and tacos. Bye. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. 
absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.